Welcome to Elevate Your Direct Sales Business with Kelly Northcott. I'm your host, Kelly Northcott, and I'm so glad that you're here. I've been in the direct sales industry for over 20 years. When I was in the field, I was a top performer and leader, and now I have a growing coaching business that helps direct sellers of all titles from all companies build businesses that they love. If you're a direct seller who wants to get more out of her business and have fun doing it, you're in the right place. Tune in each week to learn systems so that you can scale and grow, implement mindset principles and practices to get out of your own way, and get coaching to break through to new levels of your business. This episode is the start of a new series, and in this series, we'll talk about how to maximize the holiday season, end the year strong, and start the new year with momentum. What you do between now and the end of the year can help you achieve the goals that you set for this year, even if right now you don't feel like you're on track to reach them. But instead of just making a plan to reach your goals, I want you to also think about how everything that you do right now will impact next year. So instead of thinking about wrapping up 2023, Think about this time as a warm-up for 2024. If you look at the end of the year as a finish line and you plan to go all in and make all kinds of sacrifices just so that you can cross it, there's a good chance that you'll be burned out when the calendar changes rather than feeling energized by the momentum that you could create. A lot of direct sellers look at this season as a season to harvest, but it's also a season to plant seeds and nurture the seeds that you planted earlier. And in this series, we'll talk about how to do all three. Your business is a continuous flow from one season to the other. And when you learn how to work with the flows and understand how what you do in one season impacts the next, you'll experience more and faster growth and your results will be more consistent throughout the year. One of the things that we're going to do in this series is create a plan for success. And your plan will look different from Susie's and your upline's plans. And this year's plan might look different than last year's plan. So let's go ahead and begin with the end in mind. Think about what you want to achieve by the end of the year. And notice I said, what do you want to do? I didn't say, what do you think you can do? I don't know how far of a gap there is between where you are and where you want to be, but I do know that there are people who have earned trips and promotions in two months. If it's possible for them, it's possible for you. But pushing yourself towards a huge goal isn't what this episode or the series is about. If you want to do that, then you're in the right place. But if you don't want to do that, you're also in the right place. You get to choose what you want. And the first step is deciding what you want. So I'll ask you again, what do you want to accomplish by the end of the year? Just pick one thing. Maybe it's a sales goal. Maybe it's a trip. Maybe it's a promotion. What's the first thing that popped into your head? And I don't want you to argue with it. You don't have to publicly declare it. I just want you to come up with an idea of what you want and let's play around with the possibilities of it. You can always change your mind if you want to. So how does that thing that popped into your head make you feel? Are you excited about the possibilities and the challenges of it? Are you overwhelmed and have already dismissed the chance of you actually doing it? Or is it a no-brainer and you know that if you keep doing what you're doing, you'll achieve it? Let me ask you another question. If time wasn't a factor, meaning if there wasn't a deadline of the end of the year to reach your goal, what would you want to accomplish? Does taking the deadline away make the goal seem more achievable? If you said you want to earn the trip and you have more than half the required amount of points to earn, how does taking the deadline away affect your thoughts about earning the trip? 
And the reason I ask this is that I want you to understand that your desires don't have a deadline. If you set a goal and a deadline to achieve that goal, and the desired result doesn't come by the deadline, the desire is still there, right? If you're working toward a promotion and January 1st comes and you didn't get it, you still want to promote, right? When you know that you're not going to reach the goal by the deadline, the desire is usually replaced with disappointment. And you might consider quitting. And if you do that, you know you'll never reach it then. When you invite everyone over for Thanksgiving and you tell everyone that we're eating at 6 o'clock, but 6 o'clock comes and the turkey isn't done yet, you're not going to serve it half cooked because that's the deadline and that's when you said we're going to eat. And you're certainly not going to throw it away because you didn't comply with a timeline, right? No, you're going to adjust because your desire is to have a wonderful Thanksgiving celebration and eating a delicious meal is part of that. So you're going to make some adjustments. And one of the adjustments might be letting the turkey keep cooking while you start with the sides. And then maybe you'll serve turkey sandwiches later or send everyone home with some turkey. Or you might make everyone another cocktail, spruce up the cheese board, and serve dinner later. But you're not going to cancel dinner because you committed to it. And you're not going to crawl into a ball and convince yourself that you suck at this just because the timing didn't work out. A deadline helps to create a plan to achieve the goal. It helps to create a pace and it helps to prioritize actions. But desire doesn't have a deadline. If you want something, you still want it after the deadline if you didn't achieve it by then. And I know that your company puts a deadline on things like awards and incentives, but if you want to earn a trip, not earning the trip by the deadline doesn't take that desire away. It just takes away the possibility of earning that particular trip, but you can still earn the next one and the one after that. And when you realize that working toward a trip isn't just about going on the trip, it's going to change everything in your business. You can earn a trip, a sales goal, and a promotion by working the system and working yourself to death, but neither of those methods is sustainable. If that's how you get the trip, the award, or the promotion, your accomplishment will be unsatisfying, and you'll struggle to keep your title. You'll feel like a phony on the trip, and you'll be burned out before you even get to walk across the stage. Let me ask you the original question in a different way. Instead of asking you, what do you want to accomplish by the end of the year, Let me ask you, what do you want to accomplish in your business? No deadline. Just what do you want? It might be the next title. It might be the top title, even though you haven't started building a team yet. It might be a trip. It might not necessarily be the current trip, but you know that you want to experience incentive trips during your career. It might be an award or an income amount. That income amount might be a lifetime amount. You might want to make a million dollars before you retire from your business. It could be a monthly amount. You might want to make enough money to be able to quit your full-time job or to make a monthly car payment. Do you see how desire doesn't have a deadline when you think about goals in terms of things that you want? If you want to quit your job, then you want to quit your job. And sooner than later is probably more desirable. But if you're a teacher and you set a goal to have this year be your last year of teaching, but everything doesn't line up that way for some reason, your desire to quit doesn't go away it actually gets stronger. When you look at what you want and where you are, some of you will have a big gap between where you are and what you want, and some of you will have to take just a few steps. Some of you might be on track to reach the goal by the end of the year, and some of you might realize that if you just make a few shifts to what you're doing right now and what you're thinking right now, there's a chance that you can reach it by the end of the year. 
And for some of you, the end of the year deadline will come before achieving your desire. You'll just run out of time. Now you can always speed things up by pushing yourself and playing the numbers game. And if you do that, some of you will have your desire reached by the end of the deadline. Your desire and determination might be so strong that you're willing to bridge that gap no matter how big it is, do whatever it takes, and be willing to sacrifice your holidays for your goals. But before you do that, I want you to think about what else you're sacrificing. So let me list out some of those things for you. You're sacrificing future business. If you reach your sales goal by overposting and offering deals to everyone you know, who are you going to sell to in the new year? If they just bought a bunch of stuff, how long is it going to take them for them to need more? If they got everything with an extra special deal, why wouldn't they want to wait until the next extra special deal? It doesn't take long for people to recognize your patterns. When I shop at Costco, I shop the specials because it's easy to predict them. Unless I'm down to my last roll of paper towels, I'll wait until they go in special to buy them because I know the special is coming soon. And when they have a great deal on something, I'm going to stock up on it if it's something that I know I'm going to use over and over again. A lot of your business is dependent on referrals. Your host program is a referral program, and most people don't refer people unless there's a tangible reward for doing so. This isn't because people don't care about your business, love your product, or are selfish. It's because you, your products, and the solutions your products offer aren't top of mind for most people. But when someone hosts a party, your business is top of mind, and they'll talk about you and your business to their friends. But if they just bought a bunch of stuff, they don't have a need to host a party, even if it's double rewards month. Another thing you're sacrificing is your reputation. Whenever you don't use best practices, You risk coming across as spammy and salesy and pushy. And people are judgy. That's just the way it is. They'll see that one post that says that you have a big goal. And because you're so close to earning a trip, you're going to do a drawing and give everyone a discount if they help you. And that one post will taint their image of you. And then when you celebrate earning the trip, they'll assume that the only reason you earned it was because you were spammy and pushy. And who wants a business like that? Who wants to work with someone like that? And perhaps the biggest thing that you're sacrificing is your future success. You won't end up with a business you love if you don't love the way you're building it. If you push yourself so hard that you miss out on all the fun of the season, you're going to burn yourself out by the end of it. And burnout leads to regret and resentment. And you don't want to feel that way about your business or yourself. And you definitely don't want your family or your team feeling that way about it either. If you end the year burned out, the new year will be a slow start. And because one month leads into the next, you could lose up to two or more months of steady business growth because it took you so long to recover from all the work that you had to do to reach your end of the year goal. Plus, when you work your business by taking shortcuts, using gimmicks, and going for quick wins, you never learn how to use best practices that are sustainable, teachable, and growth-oriented. And then this is the cycle that you're in. And the longer you're in this cycle, the harder it is to break. You'll become so carrot-driven that you'll miss out on all the other rewards and benefits of building a business. And here's a thing to remember. Your business is never done. A goal isn't a finish line. It's just a milestone. The finish line comes when you quit. When someone reaches the top of the career plan, her business isn't over. She sets a new goal and works toward that. Instead of focusing on doing what you need to do to reach your goal by a deadline, focus on who you need to become to reach your goal. There's a big difference. If your goal is to promote to senior director, there's a gap between where you are and that title. And the gap isn't just about the numbers. 
you might need three more leaders and 20,000 more of monthly group volume. You can work the numbers in the system to get there, or you can work your mindset and your perspective. I know a leader who promoted to senior director in the fall, and the requirements for that title included having a certain number of leaders under her. This leader, let's call her Susie, did a lot of parties and had a large customer base, and she knew how to work the system. When one of her team members was interested in promoting, she recruited for them. If Susie had customers who were interested in joining but weren't interested in working the business, she recruited them and had them sign under her potential leaders. She actually shared this tactic from stage at a regional training, and I'm sure the person who put her on stage immediately regretted it. But Susie justified it by saying that she was happy to give away a recruit if it meant that her team members could earn a trip. And that might have been her genuine motivation for doing it. It might have been all about her team, but it didn't serve her team. It didn't serve the recruits and it didn't serve herself. Seven months later, when we were at conference that next summer, Susie was already in requalification. When she walked across the stage with her title of a senior director, she had zero leaders in her downline. In fact, she had to fill her reserve table with friends and sidelines because none of her team came to conference. And then the next month, she was reclassified, or some of you refer to it as demoted. And she went down three levels. Instead of focusing just on the goal, focusing on the trip or the award or the title, focus on becoming a trip earner, a top performer, or a leader. Start thinking, feeling, and acting as if. Your future self doesn't work the system. She works her business. Your future self doesn't play the numbers game. She builds relationships. Getting an award, going on a trip, or promoting to a title isn't what changes you or your business. Being on a trip or walking across stage doesn't transform you into someone who thinks, feels, and acts like an award winner or a leader. The transformation has to come before the achievement. So your action step for this episode is to decide what you want for your business. It can be the next milestone or it could be a big goal. And I know I said not to worry about a deadline, but I also said that deadlines help you plan. So while you're thinking about what you want, think about what needs to happen between now and the end of the year for you to feel like you're on track and for you to feel like you're making progress toward that goal so that we can start thinking about the pace and the actions that you'll take in the next couple of months. A lot of companies use the calendar year as their trip qualification period, and a lot of companies have the end of the year as a promotion deadline to be invited to the leadership retreat. If you decide that you want to earn the trip or the award or the title by the end of the year because there is a deadline associated with that, that's great. And we're going to go ahead and make a plan for you to do that. I just don't want you to sacrifice the beginning of 2024 because you burned out yourself, your customers, your family, and your team going for a goal by a deadline. I want going for the goal to be a way to build momentum for you. This can be an opportunity for you to make some shifts and play around with some new things. This business is like running a cross-country race. There are hills and there are flat stretches, and there are times when you're going to sprint and times when you'll hold your pace. All of it's planned out. Champions know that even when they sprint, they do it with intention so they don't wear themselves out. These next two months might be a sprint for you, and if that's the case, we want to plan it so that when you reach your goal, you feel victorious and you're proud of yourself. And we also want to plan it so that what you do during your sprints sets you up for the next goal rather than sets you back. Your plan might include doing some things differently. It might include doing what you're doing, but doing it more often. You might even eliminate some things. And when you reach your goal, you might decide to keep some of your changes and you might decide to tuck some of them away until your next sprint. 
If you decide that these next two months aren't going to be a sprint, we'll plan for that too. But even if your goal is to maintain, we still want to be purposeful about what you're doing because you're probably going to take a break, at least from customer-facing events, at the end of the year. And what you do between now and then can make re-entry simple and smooth or laborious and clumsy. I'm excited about this series and helping you build a business that you love. So be sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss anything and share it with your friends because it's going to be so helpful for you to have pacing partners while you go through this. If you have any questions, then go ahead and send me a DM or ask in a Facebook group. Thank you for tuning in and be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss anything. And if you haven't already, leave a five-star review and tell your friends about the podcast. If you have any questions about anything you heard on this episode, or if you have a topic you want me to talk about, send me a DM. I'm at Kelly D Northcutt on Instagram, and I love to hear from you and celebrate your success.